Matt, I'm going to hand it off to you. Introduce us. Introduce us. <laughs> Introduce me. Welcome to the Beer for Live podcast. Uh, <laughs> recording live from Albuquerque, New Mexico. Beer for Live? Beer for Live. Beer for, beer for Live. <laughs> Did I say that? Yeah. Oh, no. no. I suck oh, at this. Oh, boy. <laughs> you had one and shot. So it begins. Okay. I know. Jerry Jerry surrendered the one, my one chance. This is it, dude. And I ruined it. You showed up. <laughs> I, I, I'm just going to go home. <laughs> All right, well, guys, we're we're back with a new episode of Beer for Thought, and we're doing a little brewery in Arizona called. This is episode. Oh, that's true. This is episode eight. eight. You guys are failing us, Ocho. <laughs> well, normally I started off. <laughs> All right, well, we're doing episode eight, um, Arizona Wilderness. <laughs> Arizona Wilderness. Arizona Wilderness. From Arizona. From Arizona. <laughs> the wilderness. Yeah. <laughs> the first beer we're drinking tonight is the watermelon goes. I remember this beer tastes like armpit. <laughs> what? <laughs> is that true? But it's good. What does that mean? I don't <laughs> know. You'll find out. Watermelon goes You have me scared now with this armpit tasting beer. No, it's uh, it's not bad. It's just a little like stanky, I guess, but it's not bad. Oh, boy. It's like... But uh, we've also, it's been a while since we've had this. Yeah, it's been about a month. No, it's been over a month. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? I don't know. Are you high, Zach? No, no. Did you take one of, the, one of your remaining edibles before you came over here? I don't do drugs. I don't have any drugs. Thank you. That's true. <laughs> Just like I didn't exchange for those beers. Uh, it wasn't exchange. That we had last week. I don't lie. It smells like watermelon. And our pit. So this one it. is in a 16-ounce can, and it is 4.8 ABV. A sour German-style wheat ale with watermelon. Honestly, I think this is one of the cooler cans I've seen. Yeah, it's it's a red can with like watermelon seeds polka-dotted throughout the can. And a half slice of watermelon with... Like a sunset, kind of. Yeah, with a little cactus. Desert-y feel. Really cool. Really vibrant. Growing through it. Yeah, so you smell that like... Armpit? It smells like watermelon rind. But like a little like rotten, <laughs> you know. I'm not, I can I can. See but it's not saying. bad. Yeah, because like, you do smell the watermelon. You get more watermelon than rotten rind. <laughs> <laughs> but it smells like a sat like rotten watermelon rind to me. You get that? I get more watermelon, and then like an offbeat of watermelon rind. There's a good amount of watermelon to it. I, I do get the rind as well, actually. Yeah, on the nose. It's going for a taste. I think that's good, man. I don't taste anything besides like a... It is a very tasty beer. It's <clears throat> got great watermelon flavor. Yeah, and then it cuts with a little bit of salt at the end. Yeah. I get that. It's very light and super easy drinking, which is nice. It's weird drinking this beer in the dead of winter <laughs> because this is a summer beer. Well, this will be really the only light... Beer, I think, that we'll have tonight from them. But Zach is very puzzled. He's just like <laughs> super confused about what's going on here. I'm just trying to wrap my head around just what happened to to just my whole life. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I'm 99 percent sure Zach ate an edible before he came over here. Not true. What are your thoughts, Evan? I see him making some kind of like wincing faces. Yeah, I don't know. Um, it's got good watermelon taste. I'm just, I'm not a fan of the style. The ghost. So, we will see. I'm still, still attempting this beer. Attempting? Yeah. yeah. It's not, it's not like. Attempting beer. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, it's refreshing, but I don't think it's like, um, there's not much to it. Just, you just get the yeah. watermelon and then a little bit of salt at the end. <clears throat> Agreed. That's yeah, pretty uh pretty straightforward one right there. I think it's it's t- I don't know if anybody said it. It's a tasty beer, in my opinion. <laughs> you do get a lot. You do get a lot more of the rind. I think, like a watermelon rind, than just like the straight up watermelon. But yeah, I, I think so too. It, but it's uh it's not 
bitter like you like you would get in watermelon right there's still a sweetness to it a watermelon sweetness mm-hmm. it's just kind of like that flavor profile of the rind but yeah. it's not bitter you're getting more of like the wider skin closer to the green i think yes exactly yeah so yeah when you're biting into a watermelon you just kind of get the, the last white part before yeah. you get to the rind yeah and it's mixed in with like some you know the meat of it yeah exactly. that's that's what i taste yeah yeah and that's typically not the best part <laughs> no. no it is not but in it's your not opinion. a bad beer I eat my watermelons from the outside in. <laughs> <laughs> never, right. never sliced. Just the whole watermelon. You can start from it's the like outside. An apple. Work your way inside. <laughs> just eating an apple. Zach's like, watermelon. you cut a watermelon? Like, yeah. Just eat it like an apple. I didn't like, know you could do that. <laughs> Keep in mind today, people, we're going to be shooting through because it's just a little behind the scenes. we got to record two episodes today. Don't and let them know that. Our integrity is on the is line. For people no. need to know. No, they don't need to know. <laughs> Only our Patreon subscribers are going to know this. That's right. After I said every week, there are no Patreon subscribers. That's what you think. I started one a while ago, and we're doing quite well. <laughs> After having this beer, I don't think I would order it at the bar or at the beer well, brewery. Yeah. I don't think I would order it again after having it. But you don't like the style. You only That's like the style tr- from like maybe one or two. Yeah. To be honest, yeah. I uh, I remember this beer being better when we had it. What about two or three months ago? I'd say. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's possible. It fell off. Yeah, I think it might have fallen off a little bit, but it's it's not bad. It's good. I think it tastes exactly like it had it last time. Hmm. I don't know. Oh, Ghosts are hit or miss with me. So yeah. this one was a miss. I do want to say, two weeks ago, I did. Mess up something on the podcast that I want to clarify. Correction. Last, on the New Glarus episode, I said it was a little Sweden, and it's actually a little Switzerland. I got called out. So, But to be fair, we did, we did get two followers from Sweden, so I'm assuming that has something to do with my mess up. Well. Shout out to little Sweden. Yeah. <laughs> so shout out to Sweden. We were looking at our uh, analytics and our data of our podcast, and far and above, we are, most of our listeners come via Apple Podcasts. But the cool thing is, is we have listeners in <laughs> Europe. I think yeah. it's specifically the UK and Sweden. And Sweden, yeah. Yeah, we're a pretty huge podcast at this point. So uh, <laughs> all you little people, we're just going to go ahead and forget about you and, and just <laughs> ascend to celebrity now. So <laughs> thanks for the well memories. Said. See ya. Thanks for the memories. See ya, fam. Before we move on to the next beer, I wanted to bring up something that uh, a few local breweries are partaking in and i think it's a really great cause um at the time that this episode releases the beer should be coming out really soon if not it being released already but basically sierra nevada has asked breweries across the country to brew a beer to uh help with fire relief for the campfire in um what is it paradise uh california so there's a few local breweries that are brewing the beer, and 100% of the proceeds are going to help the campfire victims and those who are affected by it. So I just wanted to shout out the local breweries in Albuquerque that are going to be brewing that beer, well, Albuquerque and beyond. So the breweries here locally, Canteen, Marble, Rowley, and Steelbender, as well as Bathtub Row, I just found that out, they are all brewing that beer. So when this episode comes out, should be right around the time that the beer is going to be coming out. Go drink a couple pints of that beer. Yeah, go support. Everybody should get a pint. Yeah. It's, Everyone. It's going to cost you, what, five, six bucks a pint, and 100% of that is going to go help those campfire victims. So I think that's a cool deed that local breweries are doing and just wanted to give those breweries a shout-out. That's a good point. And thanks for Sierra Nevada for starting this. Yeah, yeah that's awesome. That's awesome. It's well, awesome. A lot of their employees were, infect- were affected by it, and their patrons, because it was so close to their Chico brewery, so... Uh, either way, really cool. There's thousands of breweries across the country um, that are brewing the beer, and it's all the same recipe. So it's all you know. There's gonna be slight variations, but it's all supposed to be the same beer, which is cool. Nice, very cool. <laughs> <laughs> also, we're coming back. This is the week. This is the week after Thanksgiving. So I'm hoping everyone had a good Thanksgiving. And Matt, I'm just want to say I'm sorry that uh, I didn't attend your friendsgiving. I 
I must have lost the invite in the mail or something, and I just I wasn't able to come. I, no, I I'm really sorry. Nope, about that. you weren't invited. Uh, <laughs> wait, what? I just saw all the pictures yeah, and laughs and hugs, and I was like, oh, you had man, a friend's giving you didn't invite us. I must yeah. have missed the invite. I didn't invite any of you guys because <laughs> how dare I you? I see you guys pod, every week. This podcast is strictly business, and I don't actually consider you friends. <laughs> <laughs> it's driven us apart. We used to be friends before we started it. Oh, All right, what are we what are we getting into next? So next is ooh, it's a little collaboration um, between Arizona Wilderness and Zia Records, which is kind of weird because a lot of breweries are doing some sort of some sort of collab with like a record company, which I think is really weird. Yeah, yeah. To me, it's like why? I'm a fan. It's I don't know. It's <laughs> it's whatever you want to collab with whoever, fine. But it's there's I've heard of a few breweries collabing with record companies at brewing a beer, so I don't know what the deal is with that. Either way. This one's called, it's a 33 and a third series, self-titled beer, side A. It's a dark lager collab between Arizona Wilderness and Zero Records at five uh, 5.5% ABV in a pint can. So it's brewed with Arizona black barley from grain, R&D, and Arizona malt from Sinagua malt. Czech style dark lager. Oh, that's interesting. It doesn't smell like your typical, like dark lager like your mexican dark lager like a i smell like oat yeah i do smell like it. a, a toasted oat yeah, lots of toasted oat that's what some, it was yeah some caramel <laughs> that's what i thought the malt was but i think it's it's like an oat. it's like some caramely malt it's interesting it's got a really interesting nose yeah. not like a typical dark lager poured out really dark maybe maybe it's and lager the black <laughs> barley that we smell i mean it is uh, with could be. maybe not oat but the barley. It smells kind of like a... Man, it's strange. Astringent. Yeah, there's something astringent on the nose. It's like hard to pinpoint. Well, I've just gone in for a taste, and i got to say I'm very satisfied. Yeah, that's tasty. Yeah, that's a... Yeah, that's a good one. That's really good. You get like a lot of uh, <laughs> toasted flavor. I like that a lot. In a lager, it's really nice. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's always nice to to switch it up to a dark lager once in a while. Just more character to it, you know, and you taste those dark malts and those roasted malts. Tastes like a far superior, like, Shiner Bach. <laughs> yeah. 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 Good I can see that. Yeah. Although I do have a special place in my heart for Negro sure. Modelo. <laughs> yeah. I love those beers so much. That Negro those, uh, those beers seem to make an appearance at a, a lot of uh, weddings I've been to. Yes. And that's that's what you go to right there, you know? Dude, totally. Yeah. I mean, it's, we, well, we live in Albuquerque, so. There's a lot of uh, <laughs> Hispanic like weddings going on where it's mostly Bud Light, Modelo, Bud Heavy, and like mm. the the craftiest <laughs> of beers you can get there is a Negro Modelo. That's and then right. the occasional marble is still yeah, in there. <laughs> occasional marble <laughs> double Modelo. white if you're lucky. <laughs> yeah, this is pretty unique. It's really crisp. It's extremely clean. A dark caramel color. It looks really pretty under the lights, under the chandelier lights from which. Uh, See it once. <laughs> Swung. Great. There it is. I can't believe it. Zach is high. We've almost gone two weeks without it. <laughs> without a CEO reference. <laughs> We're back though. Back to what what uh, brought us to our prominence, celebrity and prominence. Yeah. I really really enjoy this toasted flavor. Mm. This is one of the best lagers I've had in a long long time. Yeah, I'm with you. Mm-hmm. And really props wrong. to Zia Records, man. They, I know they really had a big hand in this beer. <laughs> yeah. <You know. laughs> Whatever those guys are doing. I can sense you don't really like the collabs. I don't get it. <laughs> but whatever. It's not just it's not just records. I mean, Mr. Beast did a collab with Marvel and... Yeah, that's true. Um, what was the other one? Jelly Red? No, it was Marvel... I don't know. It was a unit monster beer. Well, craft yeah. craft beer well, kings does that. That was really with good Barrel too. Brothers. Well, yeah, that's fine. That, like those are like beer companies or like retailers, liquor stores. But a record company, I don't know. It's uh, to me, it's weird. But hey, it's simple, Matt. You throw some some records, some CDs in the mash, you smash <laughs> them up. That's what we're tasting. A beer. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Could be it. Tasting the music. The next beer we're having is the pistachio pecan brown ale oh. from Arizona Wilderness. Pistachio pecan pie brown ale. Mm. This point. one's going to be delicious. Uh, I'm hoping. I already know. <laughs> we'll see. I'm hoping. Yes, we will. Some of us might have seen in recent nights 
Yeah, we've had, some of us might have had this. <laughs> that might have been me. Zach. You don't like it? Uh, I haven't had it in the When camera. I first had this beer, I think it was like two or three years ago, and it was amazing. Like, it was one of the best beers I've ever had that had pecan in it. Well, okay, finish your no, story. No, and then my palate's changed right. over time, so that's it's, what that's what it's possible that it's retained it. You know, it's the same. You know, yeah, beers change. Beer. Beers change, definitely, but People also, change. People yeah. change. Zach changes. But actually, I mean. Not me. It's might have improved because I, I like sweet beers back then, and Zach still thinks it's a little sweet, but well, maybe this batch is not. Yeah, well, I'm sure it's a little different anyway. Yeah. But three years ago, man, you weren't drinking half half of the beers you're drinking now, so. That's true. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> I would, I'd say it's probably mostly your palate. So the the color on this one, it's like a muddy, real muddy color. And I think that's just has to do with the pecan pie that they throw in the mash. Oh, this brewed with real pecan pie? Yeah. Yeah, they put real pecan pie. I don't know if that's I good or like bad because like, I love I'm pecan all for pie. It. I know it's sad. I, I yeah. hope it's not like a <laughs> terrible brand of pecan pie. <laughs> if it's a village in pecan pie, then we're you set. You can toss that. <laughs> <laughs> Costco makes pecan pies, but I don't think I've had one. We've mentioned Costco quite a bit on this podcast. Yeah. We should get a sponsor. That's because they pay us. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Costco. This uh, this beer, if you agitate it, the head becomes just insane. It's really interesting. Uh, this pecan, this uh, pistachio. It's not pistachio. What is it? God dang it. What is it? Oh. It's Picacho. Picacho. <laughs> 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 there are no there were no pistachios harmed in the making of this beer. Man, dude, I thought it was pistachio. But also but you know what? There is vanilla in it. I guarantee it. And maple syrup. I can guarantee that. There are no pistachios. It's a Picacho Pecan Pie Brown Ale. Man. And that's why it's not as good. It's brewed with Arizona pecans, Arizona lactose, maple syrup, and vanilla beans. Oh, I I called the other two. It smells hot. If you can get the, the yeah. alcohol, that's what I was about to say. You can get the alcohol real. It's up eight. Front. It's eight percent ABV. It smells really, really hot for eight percent. Yeah, it kind of gets like a good bourbon smell to it too. Mm-hmm. That's probably the nut. The nuts. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> why do we laugh when we say nuts, dude? It's they're not. He just <laughs> said singular it. nut. That's why I laughed before <laughs> that. It's got that one nut. <laughs> <from there>. <laughs> <laughs> probably the one nut they brewed with. <laughs> Just gotta get that one you use for every sort of batch. <laughs> Take it out of the old a, one, put it in the new it's one. It's the 40th used nut. You know, everybody has their favorite nut. <laughs> Aged in second use uh, bourbon barrel 40th used nut. Yeah, there you go. I don't think it's that hot on the nose. It smells, it smells more maple and vanilla to me. I get a tiny bit of like medicine on the nose. It is sweet. Hmm. I think it's a good brown. It's really good. I just. Okay, for me, I like it sweeter, and I what? know that's yeah. yeah, I know that that's the difference. When I have beer with pecan in it, I typically like a little more sweetness to it. They should this lay is off, pretty sweet. They should lay off on the vanilla a little bit. Hmm. You don't taste the vanilla, but you know it's there. And I feel like if they laid off on a little bit more, that pecan will show more hmm. in the maple. Yeah, it's uh, it's interesting. I'm trying to dissect it still. I get the maple, I get the vanilla, but the pecan to me gets lost in the sweetness a little bit, which I mean, I guess pecans are sort of sweet themselves as far as yeah, nuts go. Yeah, they got go, their own natural sweetness to them. Like yeah, they're not, it's different. It's a little bit different. Yeah, no no pecan. Yeah, yeah I don't I, get much pecan at all. I do get the maple and I do get the vanilla. I will say this uh, keeps up better in the cans. We had a growler of it two nights ago that my parents brought back from Arizona kindly for us. Thank you. Yes, thank you um, Very nice of them. Yeah, you're right. I agree. But we didn't get into it for about seven days. So it... Uh, it's all right. Yeah. It was all right. It was all right. No, I mean, it was, it was still fine, but I think the This can is a little better in the can, yeah. I don't think vanilla belongs in this beer. I don't think maple belongs in this beer. I wish it was just pecan. <laughs> it sounds like you guys don't think this beer should exist. No, no, no. No. It can it's exist. tasty. It's a very tasty brown. I wish there was uh, some darker malts used in it because, to me, it just kind of tastes like there's nothing... The, to b- kind of balance out that maple and vanilla, it's just kind of like maple, vanilla, and like nothing to kind of clean it up. Sure, it's I don't know. It feels just kind of like it's missing something, missing like a dark I malt think presence another, yeah. to like kind of underline all that stuff. Yeah, I agree. Complement it. There should be something to hold it together. Yeah, yeah. but 
Still tasty. Maybe the next beer that we have, the double. Who yeah, knows? We'll see. Yeah, we'll see the double. I don't even really get much brown characteristic. To me, it's just kind of like a, a basic ale that was... I don't know. I just don't get any like underlying brown. I get the brown. I get the, I get the brown, I get the brown taste. Yeah. The caramely kind of yeah aspects of a brown. I think it's it's a delicious beer. It's a good beer. Yeah, I it's just, it's solid it's, for I sure. Think it's just missing something to complement the vanilla and the maple. I think I have dreams of just like a straight up pecan brown, just in my mind. Like I I want that beer to exist and be good. Yeah. Yeah. Vanilla Vega used to be really different. good. That's I feel the same way. And I feel like it's bad now. It's the sweeter, which I'm fine with, but I know you're not. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Something changed there. Oh, they have to sell the shit out of it. Yeah, it's mass produced now. That's why. It, that's probably one of the best selling beers in New Mexico. I'd say. It's yeah. Top it's, five. Uh, yeah, they sell a lot of it. That's brewed by Sierra Blanca, I believe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's branded as De La Vega. It's kind of yeah. It is weird. That's branded as De La Vega. We still need to go up to Sierra Blanca, by the way. Yes, we do. A couple years. <laughs> yeah, it's a uh, it's a long walk. <laughs> yeah, that is a long walk. Where is the brewery? I don't even know where it's, it's in Moriarty. So Moriarty. it's, it's Moriarty. east of Edgewood. Fireworks. Then it's a really long walk. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> up, up a mountain, no less. It's like a four or five day walk. No, not quite. not quite. Two days. Three. Planet. Three days. All right, let's get into the next beer. Next beer time. Next beer. It's actually just uh, the double, not pistachio. Picacho. Picacho pecan pie brown ale. Yes. And this one is just the same exact variant as we had just uh, double the ingredient. So this one had, this one is in a 32-ounce growler brought to us by Zach's parents. They visited the brewery themselves. Uh, it's 11% ABV. That's no joke. What? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, this year, we took our regular Picacho Pecan Pie Brown Ale and turned it up a notch. Extra vanilla beans, pecans, maple syrup, and a creamier mouthfeel to combine and create an even more decadent pie-inspired ale. The color on this beer out of the can, I mean out of the growler, it looks like a hazy brown. It's very strange. Dude, it really does. It's more muddy than the last beer. Yeah, it's a very muddy beer. It looks like sewer water. No, it looks like the Rio Grande. Is what it looks like. <laughs> it looks like the Rio no, Grande. No, dude. that's darker than the Rio Grande. No way, dude. That's the same color as the Rio Grande. I, mean, I just I, crossed. I, I just crossed Rio Grande. It's almost the same. Uh, <laughs> it does not taste the same as the Rio Grande. How do you know? Have you tried it? Oh well, I haven't. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't smell as hot as no, the other one. I get way less alcohol in this one. A lot more sweet. I yeah. almost get more. Who really? knows? Yeah. No, I, I don't get, know. I get less. Huh. I get less. I feel like I get more pecan, mm-hmm. less maple. As soon as he popped it, that's what I thought I smelled. No vanilla smell. I've gone ahead and cheated and taken a sip. This is a this is a strong beer. <laughs> oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. That's good. That's much better. I agree. I think that's better. It's a lot better. <laughs> For sure. That's what we needed. Yes. This is wow. what... Picacho pecan pie should be in the can. That's what I have. This is similar to the first time I had it. You get much, you get more maple, hmm. but not as sweet. Does that make sense? I feel like I get more vanilla. ABV. I feel like I get more vanilla too. I don't get, I get about the same amount of vanilla. Hmm. I get the pecan comes through though. Yes. It yeah. does more in this one for sure. More and the maple comes through more, but not sweeter. Which is weird because it's eleven percent. You would you would think it'd be sweeter, but I feel like this is a much better balanced beer. Oh yeah, and definitely more. Um, and this is like better seven, executed. eight days in the growler, which who knows? It might have kept, but it might have fell off a little bit. Who knows? You get no heat in the flavor, but you can feel the burn. Oh, going down, down your throat. Your throat. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah, it feels oh, yeah. warm. Yeah, I get that too. <laughs> like on that exhale after a yeah. few seconds, you're like, oh yeah, that that was a strong yeah. beer. You know. It hides it well. Like I think I've gotten that only from like certain stouts. You know, hide it until you feel it going down. So this is one of those beers where you're sipping and you're like, "Man, that's good." Mm-hmm. You feel that burn. You just get a real good smile on your face. <laughs> oh, it's yeah. real tasty. You're like, "Hold on a minute." Yeah, this is a good fall beer. This is perfect. Yeah, I mean, I agree. fall. We're here. It's thirty. What? What? What's the temperature? It's forty degrees in Albuquerque. The Christmas tree's lit. 
I'm so here with lit. All it's lit. It's so lit, fam. <laughs> I'm here with all my good friends drinking a great beer. This yeah. is phenomenal. Cheers, guys. Yeah, cheers, cheers. Cheers. Wow, a beer that made Little us cheers. Huh? That's We're incredible. <laughs> Until <laughs> next time. <laughs> uh, so local artist that's going to take us into this break music is a local guy from Rio Rancho, New Mexico. He was featured on the news for his single Minute Maid. Which is uh, it's a really great track. And not the OJ. Type of lemonade, yeah. Right? It's been on repeat for me. Um, anyway, I asked him for permission, and he suggested that we play Through the Light for this break music. So this is Jay Scribe, Through the Light. Yeah, speeding through the light. I stay at the crib, and I'ma show my face tonight. Black out in the mansion, nigga carried to the right. Last night wasn't there, we gon' try again tonight. I keep it all inside just like a zip Keep the racks inside my pockets like I've been starved. I got this on top of hits that they gon' spend And I hope you enjoyed Jay Scribe through the light. We're back from the break, and we have a new segment today. Right, guys? First time. That's right, yeah. Brand new segment of the show. I'm excited. It's called the local spotlight. And now it's time for the local spotlight. (laughs) (laughs) I hope it picks up because we're keeping it. We'll see. That's going to live in our podcast forever. Thank you. I hope so. That's great. Um, Well, we'll see. Could suck. Nobody knows. So we were talking, and I thought. You know, since most of our listeners are here in the local Albuquerque area, I figured we should review a local beer in every episode. Like something that's, you know, current, a special release, or um, even if it's not a special release, just a local beer to review so that we keep our local listeners in the loop about the Mm -hmm. ABQ beer scene. All right, I'll do it. I'll do it for the people. (laughs) Yeah, we'll drink it for the peeps. We'll drink it for the people. So, with our first ever. Our first ever local spotlight is going to one of our favorites, Steelbender Brewyard. And this one is Ned's Sour Pale. It's a sour ale aged with Brett. And this edition has boysenberry. Yes, they have a regular one just as simple without the boysenberry. But this one I am ex- super excited for. I've never had, I actually haven't had any this of them. This will be the first time? Yeah, I'm super excited. Picked these up over the weekend. It released, uh, what? couple days ago on the... It was uh, November 24th is when they dropped it. Yeah. So recently, like last week, when this podcast comes out, it'll be a couple weeks old, but you could probably still find a bottle of it somewhere. I um, picked up a second bottle last Friday, which was a week after. Okay. They said they had said it was... They had quite a bit left. Okay. So, so yeah, most likely um, you're going to be able to pick this beer up. Ned's is a bracingly tart brew that spent one year aging in oak barrels with Bertonomyces and other bugs. For fun, we added pure boysenberry puree to some of the barrels. The long stay in barrels and bottles paid off, producing plenty of pucker, farmyard funk, and a fruity, vinous brew. One complex beer that was worth the wait. This was bottled on June 28th of this year, and it was bottle conditioned. Hmm. So cool. I'm excited. Let's pop it. Look at that color. Pretty purplish red maroon. It is a gorgeous beer. Oh, yeah, that is pretty. <laughs> oh, the smell is amazing. Oh, wow. Yeah, that smells very nice. Evan's favorite fruit to be added to a beer is boysenberry. There's two. Boysenberry. There, boy. there are two. Okay, what's the yes, second one? Currants. Black currant, boysenberry. They are made for beer. God, the smell on this, dude, is insane. Oh boy! Smells I'm excited. Good. Smells really good. That smell on the nose—that's like Black Project level. Yeah, that it is. Does it does smell like uh, like something that Black Project put out before. It smells like the Shadow Factory. Yeah, yep. Black Project. If you've ever been to to Denver, it's a spontaneously fermented brewery, strictly spontaneously fermented brewery. We will be doing a show on Black Project in the near and future they are or future. Phenomenal. But th- this smells. Really good. I'm I, I'm shocked Albuquerque has this right now. Steelbender's barrel aging program has taken, you know, it's it's just coming up now, but it, you know they've been in barrels for over a year now. Yeah. But Bob knows what he's doing with this barrel aged sour stuff. 
And I'm really excited to see what they're going to be coming out with. But this, I'm excited to taste this. I've been waiting for Albuquerque to put out something like Me this. Too. Me too. I've been waiting a long time. Let's give it a taste. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's That is it. a good <clears throat> That's good. It's tasty. All right, Albuquerque. I see you. That's really good. Let's see what you're up to. Compliments of Mr. Bob Haggerty right there. That's yeah. Good. Oh, yeah. That's one of the better sours I've had from here. It's really complex. Mm-hmm. It's a complex sour. Like you get you get the barrel and you get the boysenberry, but you do get that farmyard funk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For sure. I'm excited to taste just the base. I'm excited to try it just to see what how much just that boysenberry just the puree kind of affected it. But man, it I don't think I'm gonna like it more than this one. This is just so good. Ugh. Yeah, and the boysenberry isn't overpowering. No. It's like a very hint light hint of boysenberry. It turned the beer like a really pretty purple. It's uh, it's really nicely done. That's quite good. It's got a a nice sour to it for sure. It's not like a punch you in the face, but it's yeah. like definitely yeah. puckering. You know, like you get a little, little bit it's of a, a pucker. Slight pucker, yeah. It's a slight pucker. Yeah, it's not it's not, not Black Project pucker. No, no, no not no. quite that sour, but no, it's it's, not, it's nice. It's nice. Yeah, tartness level is slightly pulled back, but it it's a very you could nice. have this whole bottle and no problem. Yeah. Easily, yeah. I haven't had an Albuquerque. I haven't lived in Albuquerque for the past four years, and to me, this is one of the the best sours I've had from Albuquerque to date. Oh yeah, specifically Albuquerque. If you're talking about New Mexico, I think Rallies puts out a really yes. great beer. But yes. but yeah, from Albuquerque, absolutely, this one yes. is is up there with some of the best I've had. Well, and one really cool beer that we just had yesterday, um, oh, Bow and Arrows Dream Mesa. Very that was their good. first barrel aged sour that they they spent uh, over a year in barrels. That beer was great. It's a golden sour aged in red wine barrels. Really good. Yeah. Really, really good sour. But so, that's not the local highlight or spotlight, right? <laughs> I just wanted Still to throw that out there because right. that's fair. That was another bear. It was a barrel aged sour, which you don't see a lot of no. in Albuquerque. No. It's a lot of kettle sours. It's a lot of breweries that aren't willing to put it put the time and put the barrels away and you know have them sit for a year, but. This one and the Dream Mesa, different beers, but both equally as good in my opinion. And if you take a like a nice swig of this one, and just kind of let it sit there a little bit, then you you, you get the, a little bit more of a tart. Back in the glands. Back in the glands. He's reaching for his <laughs> glands right now. Why are you caressing your glands? <laughs> you got to massage them. Work. We need to make that shirt. Keep them warm. <laughs> okay. All right. So with with this beer, I feel like you can get every single layer of this beer you get the oak you get the boysenberry you get the brett you get the farm you get all of it yeah. it's farming it really good I'm t- i don't think really I get complex. a lot of oak i get in the beginning is it in the front or is it kind of in the middle mid pack yeah no looking at my glass you can uh you can see uh quite a bit of sediment in there it does there's quite a bit of sediment i think that's the puree yeah, yeah pretty cool God, this is you so can well see the boysenberry seeds in this that is amazing awesome. this is great Really, it's very good. Good. I'm excited. It's I'm excited exciting. for the future. It's exciting yeah. for Albuquerque just yeah. that they put out something like this. It's a complex beer, for sure. It is mm-hmm. definitely, and it's nice that Rally, as great as they are, and I love them. It's nice to see other breweries doing barrel aged sours. Well, competition that's going to just make everybody yeah, kind of exactly. grow, and it's going to be great. Right. The Albuquerque beer scene, it's on the rise. It's on the rise. Yes, it is. Good things happening. We're we're catching up. We're always a little bit slower than most most areas around the country, but not for long. We put out good quality stuff. Yeah, yeah. that's what I've seen. Yeah, do we go to what the I've Smithsonian? Dude? Yeah, Bone Arrow was at the Smithsonian for God's sakes. Yeah, we're top ten. <laughs> All right, we definitely are top, top four. ten. You got to give us top ten, right? Uh, as far as <laughs> as far as cities go, come on, we're top cities? ten. Yeah. Okay. For, for beer no, cities. Oh. <laughs> We're up there. We're not going to get into that conversation, <laughs> yeah. but we can do a podcast on that conversation if we want to. We can do a full or podcast. Better on that yet, conversation. reach out to us. We'll go to a brewery and we'll talk. We'll go to your city. We'll talk. Yeah, we already got stuff. We already got stuff in the works. We'll see what if it happens, but we got stuff in the works. What? Do we, oh, well, no, yeah. it's going to happen. Well, let's not say. Okay, for sure. Happens, we have but. some. <laughs> we have something down the pipeline that is very exciting for us. We're 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 excited. We're pissing hope, ourselves to a hopefully bit. make that happen. We're like I said, we're working with an extremely professional setup here. Yeah. So <laughs> the the problem is <laughs> moving, moving all of this 
heavy just ass like equipment. heavy equipment. I mean, we're in our own know, room. We're gonna have to hire a crew just to move it. <laughs> and we're just worried about how the, logistically how that's gonna work out. But we have something in the pipeline that um, I think people will be excited about, and we're definitely excited about. So hopefully that comes to fruition. And that concludes our local spotlight segment. Zach, take it away. <laughs> Do we have some sort of exit jingle? Yeah. Same exit. And that concludes the local spotlight. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, so I love it. Uh, I hope that comes through. All right. We're going back to Arizona Wilderness with our next brew of the night. And we decided to go with the Planet Perseca. It's an India Pale Sour, excuse me, Sour India Pale Ale with peaches, dry hopped with galaxy hops. 6.8% ABV in a one pint can. Hell yes. So we got peaches, dry hopped with galaxy. That sounds delicious. Thank you to Arizona Wilderness for recently changing their canning style from uh, like a full can wrap to the kind that you can peel off and like put as a sticker somewhere. That's cool. That was big time. Good change. Respect. Save some money and it's... All breweries should do that. This smell is amazing. I'm telling you. We've ha- I've had this in my fridge for a little while, so I'm oh, hoping yes. it held up. It smells really good. But uh, when I first had it, I, it was such a killer beer. A lot of peach on the nose. The smell, yeah, is very nice. Yeah, you got a lot of peach. A lot of peach. It's like a hazy-ish golden yellow. Slight haze, yeah. Not extremely turbid, just... A slight haze to it. White head dissipated very quickly. It doesn't look as thick as like a hazy IPA. No, it's definitely, no, yeah, no. it's not, a, it doesn't look it's like, like a right hazy. in between. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's still good. Wow. That's a good it's still really good. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That's working. That's a really, sometimes when you get a sour IPA, you don't get a whole lot of sour. It's more, leans towards the IPA side. Really? Because in my experience, it's been the opposite. Really? Well, I don't. I haven't had too many sour IPAs, but I'm, you know, like uh, Epic's Tart and Juicy comes to mind. That one is all sour, hardly any IPA. I think this one is. is Fair enough. This one's extremely. This might be my get, favorite. I don't sour get IPA. much IPA at yeah. all, and this is more of a sour to me. To me, it's it's I a good the, middle. I get I get a nice sour. middle yeah. ground here. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, yeah. I think the uh, the peach and the galaxy hop work so well together. They that do. citra and. Yeah, yeah. That absolutely. citrus and passion fruit from the galaxy meets the peach. I think that's awesome. Yeah, you definitely get a you do get some passion fruit. For sure. I do get the passion fruit and you definitely get the peach. Wow, that's quite good. That's a delicious beer, man. You really. can get that peach at the end, like it I get yeah. the little bit of like that stone fruit. Yes. I like this one a lot. This is very this is, I think this is this is tasty. Best one so far. It's very good. I'm glad it held up because I was worried about that. This can's pretty cool too. It's like a an ass. <laughs> it's a peach. That's a galaxy. Oh, never mind. It's a <laughs> ripe, juicy peach, but <laughs> it's got hops like full cone hops orbiting the peach, which is like a planet, and it's got two rings around the peach, almost like Saturn rings, and it's like it's uh, suspended in a galaxy. What a cool label! When you go down to Arizona, you definitely got to hit up Arizona Wilderness for sure. It's a cool place. They got really good food. Fairly average beer. Just kidding. It's really good. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, I had a had another sip of this Planet Persica, and I it got me in the glands. That's how sour it is. It's it's back in the glands. Yeah. Wow. So this this one's interesting. This is our last of the Arizona Wilderness lineup. Last one of the of the night. Of the whole of the night. night. Well, episode. we're recording another episode <laughs> of the episode. Last one of the episode. They don't need to know this. I thought that was agreed. That would be top secret knowledge. <sighs> So our next beer here is called Lego My Ego. I, I swear <laughs> I to God, there is some like copyright <laughs> infringement here or something. Like, there's no way they can actually name this beer that, right? Of course they can. They could have got. They could have got permission. Oh my Who God! Knows? It seems sketchy, but it's a double IPA. Who coined Lego My Ego? I don't know. Who knows? But a good question. They probably got permission. But we're looking at a, a double India Pale Ale with maple syrup and lactose sugar. Wow. My God. This is a maple milkshake IPA. And this is in collaboration with Welcome Chicken Plus Donuts. 8% alcohol. See, that's alcohol. a collab I can get behind. They're also a record company. Sounds so good. No, they better not be. <laughs> <laughs> I will not drink this beer if that's a damn record company. <laughs> no, no, chicken no, Donuts no, no, no. record company. 
That color is straight orangey. Look at that. That looks like honey, like liquid honey. It, it does look like honey. Yeah. Wow. So on the nose, just smells like a, like a hazy IPA to me. Not a ton of. I don't really get the maple on the nose. I get that like lactose. <sighs> yeah, I get smell. lactose. Sugary, yeah, 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 sugary. But also definitely IPA. Yeah, I get yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. It smells good though. What hops are in this this beer? Does uh, it say? It doesn't say on the can. I wish it would, because I'm always curious. I'm I I really like when breweries sell us what hops they use. Mm-hmm. It's just it's. We want transparency. Nice information. We want honesty in the process. Well, it's also nice when they list the hops because then you can start to kind of train your palate and train your nose to, to differentiate between different hop profiles and their flavors. Well, on this one, I just like get that. The, that sugar. Yeah. That lactose sugar. Well, and, and, and a beer like this, I don't know that it really helps that they list the hops because it's got maple and it's got lactose. So yeah. it's like, I don't know that that would really matter. Fair enough. But... Uh, one thing I noticed about the Arizona Wilderness cans is they, on every can, they say um, proudly brewed with Arizona grown Sinagua malt, which is pretty cool. I, um, they are locally sourcing their malt to brew their beer, which is very nice. The hop smell, I smell like a little bit Chinook in there. <laughs> you got me, dude. I, mean, I, wish I like my hops. I love my hops. I wish I could. My, my nose is trained. I mean, I, I should do like a sensory training should, program or something like that. Because Chinook I like. has more of like a, a pine-ish It does smell, smell. Like, I can get the pine when you said that. My palate's not there yet. Yeah, my, I'll work I, on it. I love my hops. No, I can smell pine. I just, I couldn't I tell you which yeah, hops this is, you know. But I've gone in for my first sip there and it's uh, it's pretty interesting. It's pretty tasty. So it, it it feels heavy on the tongue, and then uh, as you go in, like the the aftertaste is really where that maple comes through from the from that beer there. You know, it's uh, it tastes like a good hazy up front, and then you get some like maple on the back end. It's 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 really nice. That's it's a nice. crazy balanced beer. Oh yeah, you don't you don't get much bitterness from the hops at all. No, that's it's, uh, that's it's good. really drinkable. My goodness, wow! Like you don't get a lot of maple. You don't get a lot of like like Zach was saying. You don't get a lot of each ingredient, but you get them all kind of blended into like a yeah, balanced beer. Definitely, I get a lot of that maple on the aftertaste, especially. And uh, there's no way you could tell that this was an eight percent beer as well. They've done a good job with all their beers, hiding that uh, that heat, the alcohol heat up front there. Yeah, absolutely. What an interesting beer, maple milkshake IPA. Yeah, it's working for me. Really cool can too. It's like a bear trap with waffles, like four stacked waffles. In the middle of the bear trap, with little hops growing from the bear trap. Definitely the uh, best brewery in um, Arizona right now, I'd say. Yeah, from my experiences, you get like subtle sweetness, but it it goes away real quick with that that hop. And it's not like a bittering hop; it's just the it's hop nice. kills it. That kills that sweetness at the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it it is well balanced. You're right. So it's, it's a delicious beer. Really good. Yeah, from my experiences, Arizona Wilderness just killing it in the uh, in the valley there in Arizona, just doing an awesome job. And then uh, Mother Road up north in Flagstaff, those are the two brews that really come to mind when I think Arizona beer doing a great job. What are your thoughts, Matt? It's so interesting. I I'm hesitant to take a sip because I'm like, man, I don't want to get too much maple, you know, because maple can be very overpowering. But then I take a sip and it's just the slightest hint of maple, mm-hmm. and it's not overpowering. It's not. Uh, off-putting in any sort of way but it's a really nicely balanced beer and honestly if you didn't tell me that there was maple in here i'm not sure that i would be able to figure that out that's probably true yeah, yeah that, that makes sense which is which is good because i don't know milkshake ipa with maple that doesn't it doesn't sound right but this but this beer tastes right no i agree and it's it's weird because like typically with like stouts and stuff i've seen maple in it i've never seen a maple in ipa Never. The no, first time. I'm happy they. Yeah. I'm happy they did this. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. so unique. It is unique. I yeah. I'm trying to think of an, a maple IPA, and I can't no. think of one. Quite good. I've never had one. So the cool thing is they the collab was with Chicken and Donuts, which I've never been to, but I feel like it's a record company. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it's kind of like uh, the the use of maple is with like dinner foods, chicken and waffles, which the beer is with an IPA. I feel like it's. It's like a subtle thing. It's like an add-on, not like when you're breakfast food, you think of a lot of maple, like on, yeah, you know, syrup and stuff, pancakes and pancakes waffles. and all that. But quite good, quite a good beer. A very impressive lineup from Arizona Wilderness. Really enjoyed their stuff. 
Uh, let's rank these beers, guys. Let's do it. Let's uh, aside from the local profiles, let's let's pick our three favorite. Yeah, we're gonna leave the local profile out of the ranking system. Yeah, damn good beer, I will say. Yeah, but yes, honestly, it. that would have made my top three. But yes, hey, we're not ranking it, so <laughs> you just did. It would have been my beer of the night, but we're not ranking them. We're not ranking them, so I'm just kidding. <laughs> All right, um, you want to start off, Zach? I do want to start us off. Do it. Our top three favorite beers of the night. All right, so my favorite beer of the night was probably that Lake Go My Ego. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's how you got to pronounce it because it's copyright infringement. That's right. Oh, I yes, yes, I'm yes. just trying to skirt the <laughs> fringes of the law here. So <laughs> that, that was probably my favorite beer of the night so far. It was, it was, uh, it was really good. Um, second, I'm going to go with the uh, the logger here, the collab with the record company. Did a great job of just mashing up those those records and yeah. <laughs> taking out all the sharp bits before we had to drink it. You know? Yeah. Filtering process. No, that was just a, a really good lager. It's it's rare that a lager will stand out as such a good beer. Mm-hmm. I'd say just because it's such a common kind of style that yeah. that it's kind of rare that something's just exceptional at it. Uh, but that was a really good beer. Yeah, that's good. And uh, third place, I'm going to go with the uh, double picacho pecan pie brown ale. Damn good. It actually held up pretty well in the growler for about a week here, and it was uh, just tasty one of those dangerous beers that could get yeah. you you know <laughs> i mean it's 11 percent yeah, 11 percent yeah. you don't get a look at alcohol crazy the flavor but but you can feel it going down oh, the yeah, gullet yeah. on sure. the in the throat yeah on the exhale yeah you could tell it was a a, a, a powerful beer there but that <laughs> was tasty beer. agreed zach i completely agree with you uh my top three goes a little bit different though my third favorite beer that i it's probably going to be the lego Mayago, like we just discussed very interesting but very tasty beer um my second beer is going to be Planet Persica. It was a sour India pale ale with peaches. Try hop with Galaxy. That one was really tasty. A uh, lot of peach, mm-hmm. a lot of citrus, some passion fruit. Really tasty beer. Um, and then my beer of the night is that double Picacho Brown. Super good. That was a really good one. Uh, and like we just discussed, it's a sneaky one as well. Mm. I'll go ahead and do mine, three of the night. It's actually pretty similar to Matt's, except there's just a few little differences. But the number three spot comes in Lego My Ego. Delicious, well-balanced, crazy IPA with maple I've never heard of. And it hides it so well, but it, but it's there. You can tell it's there, and it's quite tasty. Yep. Um, and then my second is actually flip-flopped with his, and it's actually the double pecan pie hail. And it's it's just came in through super smooth, super tasty. Um, and it's... Head and shoulders above just the standard pecan pie ale. Um, and then the first beer, um, or the, the beer that comes in number one for me is the Planet Prosecco. The peaches, the IPA, the sour IPA is one of my favorite styles of IPA, and it is delicious beer. Even this month, this many months old, it's just quite good. My third favorite is the double pecan pie. Uh, really good beer, solid beer. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the brown aspect of it. Uh, my second is going to be the self-tilted. The uh, dark lager. <laughs> I really, really enjoyed the uh, toasted barley in it. <laughs> I think it's titled. <laughs> Self-titled. 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 drove down all the way from Denver today. FYI. Moving his, tired. Wife, yeah. moving his wife back to Albuquerque. <laughs> on the road all day. We'll allow it. eaten once all day <laughs> and has had quite the line of beer. So quite I tilted? No. I will <laughs> give him a pass. I will give him a pass. <laughs> so self-titled is number two. Uh, really good toasted barley in it. It's delicious beer. Uh, my first favorite going to be Planet Persica. Planet Persica. <laughs> Persica. Uh, really good at Sour IPA. I enjoyed it quite a bit. I love yeah. the uh, combination of Galaxy Hop and Peach. Really delicious. Perfect. So let's recap all the beers for... Everybody, um, because sometimes we forget to do that. Um, the first beer we had tonight was the Watermelon Goza. The second beer we had was the 33 and a third series self-titled Dark Lager in collaboration with Zia Records. Third beer was the Picacho Pecan Pie Brown Ale, followed by the Double Picacho Pie Pecan Pie Brown Ale. And after that, we had the Planet Persica, the Peach Sour IPA, and finally... 
to end off the night, it was the Lego My Ego Maple Milkshake IPA. Yes, and somewhere in between we had double the IPA. Ned's double yeah. sour ale with boysenberry. Local. Don't want to forget the local, local spotlight. Yes, Don't want to forget the local spotlight. Ned's local sour spotlight. pale with <laughs> boysenberry. Uh, really, really good beer, actually. Quite good. Thank you guys for turning in, tuning in again. Um, reach out to us at Beer for Thought Podcast on Instagram. I created a Facebook today, guys. Oh, nice. oh, we got a yeah, Facebook. Nice. We got a Facebook. Dying medium, but I'll take it. Yeah, I mean, hey, we don't want to discriminate against social media platforms. So we don't want to discriminate against our racist uncles on uh, Facebook. So if you want to catch at us in the pod, at Twitter, which I've kind of neglected Twitter, I need to you know get that up. But if you want to tweet us, if that's your preferred social media of choice, then at us or tweet us at underscore beer for thought pod. And our email, what's your email, Jerry? It's at beer for thought podcast at gmail.com. Beer for thought podcast at gmail.com. Rate us on iTunes or excuse me, Apple Podcasts or whatever podcast you're listening to. Give five, us five stars, stars if you feel like it. You know, we'll take three though. Uh, yeah, <laughs> no, we won't. Five <laughs> only. Never mind, five only. <laughs> we'll take five stars. But if you don't like it, then email us first, and then we can. Yeah, if you don't like can, it, give us. We four. can buy you out like a five star review. <laughs> <laughs> so, anything you guys want us to review, let us know. We're yeah, we're, we're very open minded. We'll yes. do anything, even if it's uh, not everything. <laughs> no not sex course, stuff. Never mind. Not course. Won't do that. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I would do course though for a review. I, I know, know you would. Zach loves course. I would not. I no. Know. What I'm really looking to do is to get some bad beers on the podcast. Yeah, we need to start I doing. Lean into something. I want to lean into something. I want to yeah. get mad. We, you know? we, dude, let's do it. Let's well, get some bad beers. That's the problem. Is like we we could we do... need people to send us random stuff that we've never had that yes. we could just like yeah. lay into it. Just destroy. Help us we out. could do send best us, of the worst bullshit. Since this is since we're in, you know we're a new podcast and we're getting started off, all these beers are provided by ourselves. Yeah. And so obviously we're not going to buy horrible beers. We're so not begging, we but drink. we're begging. So like <laughs> we, a lot of the beers we drink, we're kind of like, oh yeah, that's you know that's a great beer, but and we don't necessarily you know lay into beers or or uh, discriminate or. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So regardless, send us beer. <laughs> yeah. is what I'm trying We're to thirsty. Get that concludes episode eight of Beer for Thought. To the last drop. To, to the, the last, last drop. There might have been an artist who might have been a little red doorish, a little red doorish, maybe hitting at <laughs> Jeremiah. Did it. anything come of that, Zach? No, no, God no, Jesus no. You wouldn't <laughs> say it on the podcast. No, I'm a lady. Zach, <laughs> Zach doesn't kiss and tell. <laughs> Pretty much, you, just I don't ever kiss. <laughs> <laughs> First, you got a kid. <laughs> <laughs> I got nothing to tell. So.